Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. next interview was for me, Eleni Silbamsuin. She is celebrating, I believe this year, her 85th birthday and 50th film, Our People Will Be Healed, premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival. And it is a film like uh, I have not ever seen before. It's about oppression. It's about colonialism. It's about the residential school systems. It's about the trouble we have with education and about how we have to look at the future in a different way. It's about how we need to acknowledge life and get involved and all these things, but told in such a beautiful, brilliant, and hopeful way. Uh, Alanis doesn't leave too many stones unturned here about our Canadian history, and for her, Education, as she says, quote, my first ambition is to educate. Uh, and, and as she says in the interview, for her, hope is too small of a word. How brilliant is that? So you're going to want to listen in on this uh, one-in-a-lifetime uh, interview, certainly for me. Uh, but also you're going to want to get out to see the film, Our People Will be healed. Coming right up, uh, the interview with Alanis. Don't forget davidpecklive.com for more information about my writing and speaking. Also, face-to-facelive.ca for a host of interviews there. Uh, and we've focused on the Toronto International Film Festival this year and have had an absolutely marvelous and exhausting time. And also, don't forget rabble.ca for more information, too, about uh, writing and podcasting and blogging around issues that matter. Alanisa Bomsawin coming right up talking about our people will be healed. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by a truly a very special guest today. Alanisa Bomsawin is here with us today uh, to talk about her new film at the Toronto International Film Festival called <clears throat> Our People Will Be Healed. Thank you for joining me today. My pleasure. So, am I right? Is this your 50th film? Yes. <laughs> so, and I think I'm pretty sure you're the only 85-year-old filmmaker that I've ever met. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so what um, has kept you going for not, for this many years with this many films, this story, this voice, this 
this history that that you are compelled to mm. to share with others? It really started with education. You know, as a young person, I had a lot of trouble with the kind of education that was being done at that time, especially concerning the history of this country mm. and uh, really oppressing our people through uh, these books who were really designed to create hate towards our people for a very long time, mm. for many generations. And these are the reasons why I somehow had to find a way to influence changes in terms of uh, what was being uh, uh, given in terms of education to Canadians you, in, gen in general, but also uh, really oppressing our people through it. Do you think that hate still exists in, in a... I think it's much less. I think it's changing totally for the opposite. There's a, an ear that I never felt before that mm. exists now in this country, hmm. and that's from Canadians at large. And uh, there's a, a very incredible effort to change these books and to uh, include uh, as, as part of the curriculum all across the country about uh, the history of our people, the different nations, the languages, the traditions, and it's just, uh, I never thought I'd live long enough to see this. It's such so, a gift for me. Such yeah. a gift for you. Oh, yes. that's wonderful. Well, I would argue that you've been a part of that happening. I mean, you've been, not only have you been a part of the conversation, but, but the history of your, the, I mean, the narrative thread through 50 films. Yes. The consistency and the, and, and, and the metaphor and the, and the, and the passionate commitment. Yes. Uh, to I think I read somewhere that uh, your first ambition was to quote educate. Yes. Is, is, that, is that the silver bullet for you? Yes, because uh, I felt uh, I was a very young person and I was thinking, what could I do? You know, right. and uh, I felt <laughs> that the children. What could I do? Fifty yeah, films. Yeah. Uh, later. I felt that the children had to hear another story. Mm. This that's mm. what really drove me. Hmm to uh, eventually get into the classroom and, and um, not only uh, telling the children something else, but to influence uh, the people in power to make their changes in uh, what they were saying and educating people on who we were. There's a beautiful moment in the film uh, where uh, there's a scene, I mean, so much of it is, the thread is education. It's around Norway House, a school in, in um, uh, about 450 kilometers north of Winnipeg, I understand. So we're pretty remote. In the, uh, the, I don't know in kilometers, but I think it's eight, 800 miles. Eight, okay, so, so it's probably... It's 800 miles, so that's, that's way... <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a long way away, let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah. Um, so they're very remote. But there's a, there's a teacher telling a story and asks the question of the kids, what's a treaty? Yes. Can you imagine? Uh, it's wonderful because people have no clue about about treaty times or what is a treaty, how they were done. And there's a film that I made that's called Trick or Treaty. I don't know if you ever saw it. <laughs> I have not seen it. You should look at that. I will. And it's very uh, important for teaching um, 
at the classroom level that what is a treaty and how they were done and the cheating and the lies that exist concerning a lot of the treaties is very important to understand and to know. And I think um, in these last few years, especially I would say the last five years, it's uh, of course the um, um, reconciliation has helped an awful lot to make people aware of what the true history is. And uh, so as a result, I find that Canadians uh, across the country are in general very concerned and want to see justice and uh, it's a very different time. Do you know what's so, Alanise, what's so beautiful to me about this community, about, about the film, but about this community in particular and the school and, and pretty mm. much everyone that you, you, you speak with in the film, mm. there's a wisdom here. Yes. There's a, it's not just a history, it's not just a past. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, this, I mean there's, a, there's, a, there's a real community, uh, it yes. seems. Uh, coming out from the, the, the radio, I think of the radio announcer, yes. <laughs> and the intimacy of that. I yes. mean, it's really wonderful. Yes, and the concern for each other, mm. and even these very young people that I uh, interview, you know, one of them says, "Oh, I feel so good when I do something for someone else." Right. You know. Yes. That yes. is the basic uh, way of thinking there, for pe- people of all ages. I'm just. I'm, so where where does that come from? Is it, it is comes from the the visionary of of the leadership, obviously, and uh, the the will to make sure that nobody feels outside, that nobody mm. feels uh, mm. excluded. One of, what, what, one of the um, one of the teachers that's interviewed uh, says something about um, how. Uh, we, pra- we practice inclusion in our schools. Yes, yes. Well, wouldn't that be wonderful if that was a motto oh, around the world? Yes, yes. With respect to pretty much anything, yeah. really. And you know what? Uh, it's so gratifying And when the principal says, uh, oh, we had a problem, uh, grade nine, uh, the, you know, the, the classes were full, and then 10, 11, 12 then, it was getting to be uh, empty and absence and so we had a problem and we changed it by we know that young people are uh, teenagers want to sleep in the morning it's it's right. hard to make to move them right yeah. so the great mind in here that i find usually if you're late you're punished for it mm. you lose good notes and you have a problem with right. the teachers you get the little here slip. yes here she says we send another bus later at 9 or 9.30 or whatever that is, and we tell the parents we prefer to have them in late than to not have them at all in the school, and it's working. She said, like last year, she says, we expect to have at least 70 people graduating from grade 12 this year, mm-hmm. whereas before it was like 10, 15. And this is so generous, and it's to serve the young people not force them like uh, the army, you have to do this, otherwise you... Right, right. You know, there's, a gen- there's a generosity. Just that alone is incredible. Well, I think, you know, from a, from a pedagogical perspective, from an educational perspective, my mm-hmm. wife's a teacher, my brother's a principal, 
there's a real structure and a form and you've got to fit within it. Yeah. And if you step outside of it, you're not, you're somewhat abnormal. We yeah, don't really know yeah, how to attend yeah. to you and so on. And yeah. it's getting better. And they're going to make you feel it too. And they're going to make you feel it. Yeah. So all this uh, wonderful way of thinking comes out like a flower to me because, yes, uh, yes. and those children, and it's obligatory to take a music course. Yes. Then that I love is how music wonderful. plays such a role in your family. Uh, and there's these young people, they're eight years old, you know, it starts at eight and they're concentrating and they're, they're so happy to, to be with other children their age and play and they want to do it well. Well, that is really the future because instead of feeling rejected and feeling like committing suicide or becoming an alcoholic or all those things, a lot of young people are saying no to that now. Right. And it's, it's very encouraging. Do you think that, um, so a treaty is a promise. So we're talking about some pretty serious broken promises from yes. what little that I know yes. and I know a bit. Uh, is, is reconciliation, I mean I guess the big question is, is reconciliation ever possible I suppose? But, uh, but for me, is it, it's is it really about, it's happening. Yes. Well and I think that's what your film shows. It's Our happening. people will be yes. healed. Yes. This is so hopeful, yes. right? Yes, yes, there's a dark, deep, disturbing mm. past. Yeah. But but the splash and ripple effect yes. seems to be growing and slowly. We, yes, and we have to look at uh, the future in a different way. Mm. And with, nice. with inclusion, with love, with gratitude and concern about each other. And the children are really there now, you know, in, in this community. And uh, one of the teenagers said, if I could take this school to Winnipeg, I would, you know, <laughs> can you imagine? It's just so special. It was lovely. I also thought it was lovely, and I, I can't remember his name, but the, the man who uh, was taking the young, well, the, the, basically for me, the metaphor of the film is the canoe trip. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a road movie on, yes. the, on the water. Yes. It's beautiful. Yeah. You know, and there's so many symbols and metaphors. Yeah. And I know how to canoe a little bit, uh, learned uh, at a young age. It's not easy. Yeah. And there's such a camaraderie there in a community. And, yeah. and, and he says, he talks about building trust with these young yes, people. Yes, exactly. And then they open up. I mean, yeah. what are we going to learn there about our, po our political situation, how to parent? how to teach others, how yeah. to, you know, it's just, it's remarkable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's quite remarkable. So is it, a, is it, is it for you, uh, 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 um, reconciliation's happening, is it really about trust then? We've got to rebuild it's that. It's certainly basic, uh, it's a basic aspect, it's very important. If you don't trust, you cannot uh, confide, you cannot confide and you cannot feel that you're part of something that is excluding you, you know. So it's very, very uh, healthy, and it and young people more and more want to find out about their ancestors and mm. the way of thinking and how they survive and all those young people that march all the way from James Bay to Ottawa to. Uh, um, show what they believe and the reconciliation and they want respect for their people and it's just incredible. Is there a sense too that folks, uh, First Nations, Métis, Inuit communities just want to be heard? Like truly heard? Yeah, that, you know, like uh, 
this is why they're talking now. Mm. You know, it's there is starting to be trust, and uh, so the government uh, is following in, in from far, maybe, but more and more, I think it will uh, influence the changing of rules and laws, and and especially uh, in learning places. It's so. I mean, you know, you don't. I guess. I guess you you've seen a lot in in the fifty yeah. films and the eighty five years and so on in the history and your experience and what you grew up with with respect yeah. to education. But to see you, to hear you, uh, to see a film that you've made that is ultimately very hopeful yeah. and ending with the Sundance ceremony and so on. Yeah buoys my spirits <laughs> and hopefully means that we really do need to fight back yes. that we really do need to 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 to, to work towards yes. teaching, no matter how small uh, everything it's counts. an argument for it right yeah. everything counts yes yeah, every everything matters yeah. often people say to me what can i do what can that, i do well you know there's things you can you can choose there's a lot of things to do and find an area that you feel that you would be helpful Namely, which I always repeat myself, but we have a lot of people on the street, and uh, mm. when you're walking on the street and you see somebody in, in misery, and you want to go, go across the street and ignore them because it's so you hate it and it's so awful and it's embarrassing you, instead of that, try to meet the eyes of that person mm. that is in that misery, and acknowledge Great. life. Life is sacred, and it's sacred for all people. And you know, just the way you look at somebody, you can make that person feel like he should drop dead right there, or you can make that person feel, hey, you are living, and I look up to you. you Validate yes. and affirm yes. and ultimately encourage. Yes. It's wonderful. Yes. And maybe give money as well, Yes. but maybe more importantly, yes. make eye contact yes. and, and, and recognize yeah, them. Recognize life, yes. Um, can you talk a little bit about, there's so many uh, histor <clears throat> historical lessons in the film, uh, things that I would imagine for, for young people that they would be hearing about for the first time. Tell me, tell me a little bit about Betty, Felicia, and Claudette. Yes. Such a tragic, it's tragic... It's so terrible, and that I guess I dare say that I think it's a coincidence that they're all related. Hmm. I sure hope that there's not another will there. And Betty, uh, Helen Betty, was uh, very much a student uh, who wanted to become a teacher. And apparently she was so gentle and she was so wonderful and, and so dedicated to learning. And she has said more than once that if she could uh, graduate, that she, what she wanted to be was a teacher mm. in her own community. And this is the reason why they named the school after her. And it was just, you know, when I hear people talking to me about her, who knew her, it's so, such a shame to have lost her. Three, three relatives. Yes, yes. Same, same family. Yes. Uh, two found, one, one young woman still missing. Yes. So uh, it's something that uh, we have to live with uh, every day of our lives. And uh, we have to remember these people, and it's, it's not just women, there's a lot of young men mm. also mm. that have disappeared. And uh, we have to uh, be aware of it and 
do everything we can to change that. In 1885, the Indian Act outlawed it just seems so insane to me. Yeah. They outlawed the Sundance ceremony. Yeah. I mean, it just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's the stuff of, yeah. of movies. Yeah. You just—how—how yeah. how could that even possibly have yeah. been a concern? They outlaw all ceremonies, all ceremonies, not just not Sundance. Just and the Sundance, in particular, was uh, attacked in many ways, and it—it uh, uh, it survived because some people who guarded it and they did it underground. Right. And when they were found out, they went to jail. And they put old people, uh, forced labor, and in jail time because of having been part of the Sundance. And at the time, even at, at the same period, there was a paragraph that if, you, if uh, any native people who gather more than three people at once will go to jail. Wow. Because the government was scared that uh, if they gather and they're in large number, they're going to uh, want a revenge. Uh, and be against the government. So they made uh, these laws to fit their needs. Um, so going, going out of their way to, to, to completely destroy any kind yes, of community, yes. even a community of three. Yes, yes. As, as small as that, yeah, it's remarkable, it's astounding. Yeah. Horrific, actually. Yeah. Uh, deep, deeply tragic. And you, I mean, well, the implications, the reverberations yeah. of that yeah. for, for and the teaching in the classroom of these, with these books that were written by uh, religious people. Right. And uh, in it... This is what's so unsettling. Yeah. In it saying that uh, any uh, native language, they were calling it, is uh, Satan's... Uh, of course it is. <laughs> ...voice, you know. Right. And uh, any tradition, any... It, it was really to completely teach other young children that all anything having to do with indigenous people was bad and uh, well there was a, you you interview a woman an older woman who said here we were learning from textbooks yeah. where they were calling us savages yes. within the textbooks yeah. i mean how yeah. utterly absurd yeah. and then she you know sort of jokingly says no it's you guys that are the savages yeah. Yeah. and when you when you hear these kinds of things it's 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 a shaking of your head in disbelief yeah you know but that's a fact mm. and i think another thing is that the canadians were thought those those idea and uh, they were they succeeded in making the country itself, the Canadians, really disliked us and mm. hated us. Mm. So it was really designed that way. And uh, was it? Do you think it, uh, Elenice, Do you think it was a, a power thing, purely a power thing? Yes, they're taking the land. They're they, they're developing. They're taking the water. They're you know they're doing Just all the things that, against nature, and uh, making sure that. Uh, Look at the, uh, what they did with the residential schools. Mm. It's just unbelievable. Mm. And, uh, and now I'm so thankful that I still live at my age. At 85 years old, I can see the switch, the difference. Mm. I can see a lot of Canadians. I travel all the time. And I, I have a new feeling that Canadians are really listening and are wanting to hear what the reality is and want changes. And at the university level, I've been invited almost every week I get invitations. <laughs> I bet you to, do. Yes, they want to develop this new curriculum right. where they are teaching the language, where they are teaching the real history and its inclusion and uh, 
to see this, I never thought that this would happen. It's, it's incredible. So, so, so change is possible. Yes, definitely. <laughs> even even with with the, the 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 history that we're coming out of, the, yeah. I, there's a reason. To, I mean, and that's what, the the way you end the film uh, with the woman speaking about trees and and. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. po pointing upwards, and it's just—I mean, there's so so many wonderful yeah. uh, connections to to raising kids, to yes. teaching, to yes. to just walking along the street and making yeah. eye contact yes. with somebody, right? It's just yes. there's—I um, forget the poet, but I'll think of it in a second. Elizabeth Barrett Browning, I think, who said something about reaching beyond our grasp, mm. and that's kind of what Sounds I thought nice, of when yeah. I. When I was listening, and the, yeah. the, the way you cross-cut it with the, mm. such beautiful images and photography mm. in the film, so we're probably going to have to wrap up sadly in a few minutes. But I just, this is about voice for you. Yes. It's about your voice, yes. but it's it's so much more than that. It seems to me this is about voices, I guess, yes. inclusion yes. and identity. Yes, it's about individuals, but yeah. it's about Canadians, and there's this global expression yeah. here as well. Yeah. It's about spirit and the mm. heart of people and looking into your heart and get the best that's out there. And uh, I think uh, we're going someplace. I know we've never been there before. I don't know how to call it. Hope for me is too small a word to say yes. Nice. Yes. That's, I'm getting goosebumps. Look at that. Mm -hmm. Hope is too small of a word. Uh, yes. And uh, when you hear children and see children in, in a classroom that are helping each other, those who are needing special needs, to see another child who's maybe seven or eight years old, pay attention and do, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. encounter something with a child who, uh, it's so beautiful, you know. I can't tell you how thrilled I am that we've had this time together. Mm. Thank you so much for, for uh, your time. Alan Yusabamsawin here talking so today happy. about her uh, new film, Our People Will Be Healed at the Toronto International Film Festival. It's been a real pleasure and honor to meet you, actually. Thank you so Thank much. You. deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.